You're listening to Witcher Watch from the Racking Focus Podcast. Toss a coin to your Witcher, oh valley of plenty, oh valley of plenty, oh. Toss a coin to your Witcher, oh valley of plenty. Welcome back to Witcher Watch from the Racking Focus Podcast. I'm Josiah Blizzard. And I'm John Doyle. And I'm Steph. And we just watched the final episode of series or season two of The Witcher on Netflix. Yay. Well, what did you all think? Oh, before uh, we say anything, there's massive spoilers ahead. So just spoilers. That's all. This that's is all this. That's all this is spoilers. So, Steph. What? Uh, <laughs> Steph, you said that you're really hot. I'm really hot. Why do you have a blanket on? Because I like blankets. You're ridiculous. Um, did you enjoy today's episode? Yeah, I'm still processing. Okay, well, we hope you'll That's join great. in as we process together. Yeah. What did you think? Uh, I thought it was great. Yeah. Um, it was interesting. It was paced very differently than I expected. Very differently from the rest of the episodes. Every episode up to this has been like chopped up into like, we're going to go here and then here, then here, and then we're going to cycle back around and go to the same three or four places. And it all kind of leads up to the final thought of the episode. This is very much just like, hey, we're in Care Morn for about 80% of it. And then the last 20 is kind of tying up some loose ends and giving some reveals and moving forward into season two. Three. Three. But You're I right. Th- but I thought, I, I just really thought that the pace was interesting because we sat places for a long time. Yeah. Then we moved quickly. Then we sat. We moved quickly. Yeah. Um, and knowing what needed to happen in the story didn't preclude me from being happy to see it happen. No, right. No, I, I agree. Yeah. S- same exact feeling there. I thought it was great. Um, thought the action was wonderful. I'm glad that stuff was finally said or revealed that needed to be revealed. Um, and uh, yeah, so just to glance over some some quick things here before we get to kind of care more and stuff, I want to say the Scoyotel have arrived fully Scoyotel are here the elf freedom yeah. fighters they are here and they're killing babies and Dyer is part of them which Dyer's... I think is another one of those great line throughs from season one yep yeah so he wasn't just a wasted character from the first season right and he, he'll continue to be a character going forward it seems like in, mm-hmm. in the season three um, so yeah they've arrived they find out that Siri is um, elder blood she's one of them um, from Istrid, who comes and spills those beans, and, and who almost gets killed. Almost gets killed. Thank God he said what he did, or he would be dead. Um, and uh, of course, there's an owl lurking in the trees who overhears all of this and goes and reports back to Dijkstra. And um, finally, finally, she reveals herself to actually be a mage. I don't think a name was said. Yeah, was. Was it said? It with a P. Philippa. Yeah. yeah. I was listening for it. I just didn't catch it. Yeah, he said it. It starts with a P, but its sound is... It sounds like an, an F. F. So <laughs> amazing. That was so wonderful, Steph. Yeah, my spelling capability. Yeah, so that is Philippa. Glad she's finally revealed herself. Um, they are not crazy. Dara and Deeks are not crazy. They're not actually talking to an owl. Um, and uh, yeah, so that happens. And then there is a, um, a, a meeting between all the kings and queens of the Northern Realms. Uh, and they decide that, you know, it's best to um, kill Siri and so capture or kill anyone who protects her. And then we also meet Maeve, who was that girl there, the the queen with the 
long brown hair. Was she the one that Yen saw in the hut? No, that was, I think she, I think Yen actually said that that was a younger version of the witch itself. Oh, okay. I was just making sure because yeah. they look similar. No, this is, um, that's Maeve. She's the, she's queen of Rivia, actually. Um, so Geralt of Rivia actually isn't from Rivia. He just says he's from Rivia. I, I think if I remember correctly, uh, this is actually the queen of Rivia. Uh, so yeah, so those are the, those are the really brief, quick things. Everything else kind of happens right at Caramoran or in a dream version of Sintra. Well, and we're, you know, a, a mind prison of Sintra. Let's say that. Yes. Because I, because yeah, that is more of a, a mind prison. There, yeah. there, there is something to be said for that as a, yeah, a, a tool of the writer, right? But also a tool of the right. Witch. She's this witch has completely trapped Siri inside of um, a, a a good memory. That way, she can't hear what's going on outside, or right. uh, doesn't want to leave. Can choose to stay. Well, right? and the memory is interactive in a way that means that it isn't sort of she isn't separate from the action. She's able to literally influence and change right. the moments, which means some of the ugliness of her youth can be remedied through her regret for what she did wrong, right? Yeah. So yeah. It's pre- it was actually those sequences were pretty interesting. And we start there, right? And you, your first lines were like, oh, we're going way back. And it turns out we weren't at all. Uh, right, right. We weren't, but we were. And it was a great you know? way to use the cold open, right? Like the great way to use the open to sort mm-hmm. of make us think that we're because that's what we do right we right. cheat our way out of the action right. in these kind of shows and go to something in the past because we can't leap where we are but we do leap where we are yeah uh and it's great because it's this i mean obviously we saw series power during this episode of being able to uh go to a completely different sphere right another world completely right and but she can't she isn't just being she isn't just moving between uh, again, this is the whole thing of space and time. Like she's moving space, but she's also moving time within her mind, right. and is able to is is going to these different places. Um, and the, I'm not 100 percent sure. Like, so she went after Siri because she knew Siri could transport to these different spheres, right? It said at the end of the episode that she just wanted to get home, right? But whose power was she using for the majority of, um, like, to trap Siri in her own mind? Was she using Siri's power to do that, or was she using her own? So, so I think she's using her own power, which is the power of deception and illusion yeah. and all of that. Yes, I agree. So, and that that feeding off desire, like that's where her power is. Mm-hmm. She is gaining power throughout, right? right? Like there's two things happening. Right. Series power is specific. Yeah. It seems. Yeah. And, and there seems to be a variety of things it can do, but it's specific in a way. Right. And and so's the witches. So I think that they're working both there. Yeah, one able to encapsulate the other in the same way that the art is able to hold them in a hold her right during right, the right, right. the conversation. Um, I think that uh, it's really cool that they. That, I mean, there's a lot of like lineage talk and um, what is my? Why didn't you tell me my bloodline? Like all of that stuff within that Sintron past, right. and the episode starts with Mausak entering and saying her full name. Right. And her full name is is I think Cirilla, Fiona, Ellen, Rhiannon. And three of those names or two of the three of those names, those extra names, are actual bloodline relatives. They're family names, also holders of the elder blood gene. Right. Or some version of it. Because there's mm-hmm. like a it's a weird thing. Some of them are latent, some of them are active. It's a weird thing. Um so it starts by hearing 
names in her bloodline and then they go on and discuss about like with Mausak, hey, why didn't you tell me all this stuff? And like, well, all you have to do is look at your name to know where you came from and who these people were. You could go and research a little bit more. Um, so that I thought that was interesting. And then we'll talk about the thing at the end, probably right. at the very end of this conversation. So stick around if you want to hear us talk about that. But um, yeah, I mean. And then we get yeah. these great like moving slowly shifting dutch shots you and love the dutch shots i do yeah, it's fun to dutch. see it and uh because it's overused right so it's like when right. you see it it's used in an interesting way yeah it's used properly when like it's used it, properly it's it felt great. good and she we see her walking around and she passes the the knife we've had referenced earlier mm. and oh, then yeah. yeah and so we so we we know where we are now but we're not really sure what's happening. And then she goes into one of the witcher's rooms. She kills, what does she kill? Two witchers in bed? I think we see her kill two. I think she kills at least one more. Which I have to tell you is so ironic because in the book and in the show, taken right out of the book, Geralt says, no witcher has ever died asleep in his own bed. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Right? Like he's, they're always killed out right. in the fight, on the path, doing their thing. And uh, these two witchers just happen to actually die asleep in well, their own bed. We were talking about like there's, you know, 12 guys here and it's so many more than are in the book. Yeah. Well, we cleaned house pretty cleanly pretty, pretty just quick. now. We really did. I have to say something bothers the heck out of me, though. Um, those witchers were not wearing their medallions when they went to sleep. There's something completely wrong with that. The fact that Vesemir didn't, his, that, that his wasn't humming because of the use of magic flowing right. through Siri right. through the witch. It's a weird thing. It's not right. right. Yeah. Those, his should have hummed. I understand those other witchers taking them off, not realizing and being killed for it. But I think Vesemir's should have hummed. Mm -hmm. And I think Geralt should have interrupted him at almost attacking Siri. Like, I think that's where it. Right. The, it the, should have the been. The tell was the blood. Mm -hmm. and the tell should have been the medallions right right that, yeah. i think that that's a good good call yeah so that's my issue there but um, she, the first guy she kills she sort of holds his head down a little bit so he doesn't die that quick like it's pretty awful it's pretty awful yeah it's pretty terrible right. um and uh yeah but so that that whole thing happens uh right before um right right before Geralt and yen kind of fast travel to caramora and they found a right. signpost somewhere and uh, fast traveled up there. There's this, I mean, it was the same thing with Game of Thrones, right? You have Littlefinger's jetpack that just, he can just fly around to any old place and you don't know how much time has passed. You just have no idea. Like for them, again, they were in Sintra, the opposite side of the map, and Yen doesn't have powers. So I, it would take it would but, take weeks to get there. But to be clear, that the witch and dwarves who we did not yes, see yes, they here, had to travel there as well. Right, traveled the there as well. They, so, so they've just they've just jumped so much time. Right, but a, a, a hunk of time is passed. The dwarves were also not at Kermoran. Right, so they've dropped they her off split off left. at right. some point. Um, and I'm assuming Yaskir and Siri rode together on horseback up there. Otherwise. 100% Geralt and Yennefer would have caught up to them if right. there was a wagon of some sort, yep. right? So, yes. Uh, anyway, they're there. Um, Geralt knows what she is at this point, right? Because of the blood tell. Mm -hmm. And uh, Right, so yeah, right, So we almost see in, in what felt like a real threat again, like the, you're in the last episode of mm -hmm. a season, you don't know what's going on. It felt like Vesemir could bite it. And she doesn't kill Vesemir, uh, Steph made a noise. As oh, I was I was gonna be so angry if 
if they ended up killing Vesemir. One, and as I say, after watching Wheel of Time and the murders of all these important characters in episode eight of yeah. Wheel of Time, I was like, no, don't do a Wheel of Time. So, uh, so in comes uh, yeah. Geralt and he, he there's the tell and right, he interrupts that and whole Steph thing. gets super excited. Why did you get so excited when Siri attacked Geralt? I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> Stop clue. it. That's a clue. Oh, with the scrape on the eyeball. But I don't think that's what it was. No, that's what it was. Was it? Because in the game, he has this giant... Wait, Josiah and I were talking about it the other day. I could, I don't remember how he... We're playing if, through the game. Yeah. And he has this giant scar over his eye. I can't I remember how he gets it. How you get how he gets it. You couldn't remember. I couldn't remember. And then she we slices thought, his eyeball. I thought eyeball, that was going to be it, but... I thought that was going to be it, but it I don't know It doesn't look right. It doesn't look right. It's not right. far over enough. Maybe he gets it in... in a, I'm not going to say where he, he might get it, because that's spoilers. But I have... Yeah. I don't know. We got excited for a second there. Eyes are a target in this series. They I'm really are. It's because of all the contacts. Yeah. Right. Contacts. There's bright colored. There's safe place to attack because yeah. the contacts will fend off the, the damage for the actors. <laughs> uh, so she runs off and. Yeah. Geralt ends up talking Vesemir though out of attacking her. Right. Vesemir downs a potion and uh, or an elixir. Sorry. He, he, he downs an elixir and uh, eyes turn black and. Uh, I think I. Th why do I want to say that Lambert and Cohen are in there as well? Well, he says to go get. He says like get every potion you can. Yeah, yeah. we're gonna need them. Yeah, and off they go. Uh, and right. so they start. Everyone starts drinking potions. They all go nuts. Elixirs. Sorry, they start yeah. drinking elixirs. And Yennefer goes. In Yennefer goes and makes a potion. What is a startling moment? Goes to get Yasker for help. Yeah. Who, for all practical purposes, <laughs> serves no. He knows he serves no purpose, it, other I than mean, to deliver to drop not and not even not really deliver. deliver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just there cowering under tables, um, to deliver this Jesper or whatever it is, a Jesper or whatever the thing, whatever. The, well, however, whatever they said it was. Jasper. They say Jasper. I think they said Jasper. What color is Jasper? I don't know. That was a red and white. I know in my head. In my stuff. head, Jasper's not red and white. Maybe it is. Can you look this up for me? Is it red and white? Jasper, okay. These British accents, man. Yeah, you really struggle. I really do struggle. So they... Um, yeah, my light just shifted here. That was weird. A little creak. So uh, Jennifer and a, again, hilarious dandelion. He's talking about nipples again. He is, yeah. He gets <laughs> areola out there in the middle of it. He loves talking about nipples. And he, hangover cure joke, like a good yeah. hangover cure joke. And they get downstairs to the laboratory. I love that it's called. It is a laboratory. Witcher laboratory. Yeah, it is the Witcher laboratory. And she says, if I can't make magic, I'm going to make a potion. I'll yeah. do what Witcher's doing, make a potion. And she yeah. starts just pouring crap together. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, she says that, yes, we're here. This is this stone which will bring like, make up for a fault or something. It'll bring balance. Balance, right. Which is what. Uh, Nenica said that Geralt needed to find with her. He needed to find balance and whatever was missing, he needed to bring in. Um, so Yasker goes off and the witchers are hunting Ciri and everybody finds her. Right, in the throne, like, throne room, in the great hall there, right? Like, it's not even like she was hiding. And right. Geralt even says that when when he walks in. It's like, you wanted to, you wanted to be found. And uh, she's just. You didn't want to escape. You didn't want to escape. escape. Yeah, yeah. You didn't want to escape. 
and uh, she's standing at the tree, which makes sense for what the opening symbol was uh, at the beginning of the episode. It right. was this right. We saw the we saw the conjunction of of the spheres happen and, the tree. and it form into a tree. Did you notice that the conjunctions of the spheres the spheres were yellow, green, and purple? Oh, were they really? Yes, they were. Oh, they were Geralt, Geralt, Jennifer, and, and Siri. Yeah. yeah. Wow, good catch, good catch. Um, should you do Easter egg video stuff? I think she should. Did you, did you not hear me yell contacts? I, I I'm not sure. I, I I'm not sure I understood what that meant oh. when you yelled contacts and there were no eyeballs on the screen. Well, they were the colors of their contacts. Uh, I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for telling me now. Anytime. Glad I could help. Uh, yeah. So anyway, they're fighting. Or they're about to fight because Ciri's witch opens. Ooh, actually, before any of that happened, she yells at this tree and, and twice. And this tree splits open and reveals a monolith. And this is not in the book, correct? There's no monolith like this in the book. So as the, far as I know, if, if somebody can correct me if I'm wrong, uh, I'm fairly certain there's no monolith like this in the book. But now we get, now we have a the monoliths all make sense now. Like the reason they've been here the whole season makes yeah, sense. Yeah. To get to And this they point. will not be important at all after this. Because she can do it without them now. Right. Right. They like are not important it's anymore. Series the gateway. Yeah. Not the monoliths. But right now the, they're the monoliths. And she makes, she brings some monsters out. She, she brings two like new type of basilisks, basilisks right. out because... Lambert Lambert says, "What the heck kind of basilisks are those?" And Cohen replies, "With I'll tell you once I kill them." And those things rip up some witchers, man. Yeah, there's several good ones. There's a face biting off. Oh goodness, the one takes a whole head and oh, swings yeah, him through the air. Head. Takes a whole, he just lands headless. Yeah, it's not great. Oh, it's terrible. I you know I was worried about this episode going in because you know as I tried this, I mean this season's been out for what two weeks now maybe. And as I've been scrolling through social media, there was one article that popped up that said the witchers in the witcher are pretty bad at witching or witchering or something like that. And I was like, that's a really kind of a weird name for a headline because of the, the verb tense or the, right. the sentence. And two, I'm like, are they actually though? Because we haven't seen anybody except for Geralt do any sort of witcher stuff. And I, I didn't read the article, but I fully disagree with that headline because they're, they're fighting against new types of monsters that they haven't fought before so like of course they're not going to know how to defeat these things right off the bat and as as they're fighting those each time one of the guys gets killed this you can they cut to vesemir over and over again Mm -hmm. and what's happened is uh Geralt has said you got to give me time to work this out we can fix this siri can fight this so yeah so seal us up Right, he says, use Arden, seal us in, seal her in so she can't get out. And, and I'll talk her down. And he yeah. starts to do that. But as time passes, Vesemir and whoever the other witcher was on the Some other side, witcher. they yeah. both say, screw it. We got to go fight because yeah. the guys they, are They've introduced a ticking kicked. clock, not with time, but with bodies. Right. Right. And so the body count is lowering. And every time someone died, she gained more power. Because, because of the hate that was Vesemir, and they kept cutting the Vesemir's face, and we could see him get pissed. And yeah. it, and what you're reading it from a dramatic standpoint, this is why they, uh, it made, it made this this structure made me happy 
was I was reading I'm going to kill you Siri mm-hmm. which eventually he it, sort of it was, does right it was. but the reason but that was actually the, and I was thinking like Steph was saying like the deaths were causing this power but it was the other thing and so that that fake right that fake yeah. what really worked for me yeah no it did for me too absolutely any thoughts Steph no she's shaking her head no no thoughts no thoughts in her head about that um yeah, I I agree. I think it was I think it was a nice little reveal, good twist. Um, at some point though, I was thinking, goodness, Yen is taking a really long time with that with that potion. It's been a solid thirty minutes. Where is Yen? And Yasker has come in and Yo <laughs> hit under the table. Yeah, like, he is he is under the table and uh, and made it that entire fight. Crazy monster, three crazy monsters. Yeah, and not a single scratch. Oh yeah, he's totally fine. Oh yeah, that third monster comes through, doesn't it? Yeah, that right. Then she, right. So the, she the bigger summons, white basilisk right. comes through. It well, yeah. it, well, it was a. There's a joke, right? So we see Yasker under the table, looking at a cup of water. Yeah, and it it yeah, does we a, get Jurassic a Jurassic Park, Park vibe. Beat, yep. and out comes this thing that looks like right a, a Velociraptor, right? You, like, it looks like a, a T Rex mixed with a Velociraptor. Yeah, and Geralt dispatches that thing. Yeah. With a little bit of way more ease than the other witchers in there were dispatching. You pissed him off. Geralt yeah. at that point was like, I am messing I have, to, no t- I have to say, too, you this is. pissed me off. I'm not dealing with you. This is Geralt sans elixir. He has no elixirs in his body. No, and he's pissed. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to kill this thing. Yeah. Then I'm going to go work on it. Yeah. Well, and he, so he stabs it in. I just want to point this out because I loved yeah. it. He stabs it in its like neck and then he slices its face open from. From the front, right? The, to the front. Yeah throat to the front yeah and then his two sides are wiggling around oh yeah yeah <laughs> and he knocks it off it's the so side good. to provide them with a place to sit at the end like he <laughs> he falls off to break the little railing so that they have a place for their tender moment at the end yeah it was um that was a pretty good fight i have to say i the cg last season was questionable the cg in this season oh so much better much better oh so so much better uh, I really wasn't sure what they were going to do after last season, but thank God they got a bigger budget. And they do a nice mixture of CG yeah, and, and practical. practical. Yeah. So like those bodies, like there is certainly CG blood here, but right. then when you see a body, it's a practical and those things, they land, especially for the other actors because they're in the same space. Yeah, it and works the, and really it well. feels like there's weight to them when they hit mm-hmm. the ground too. Um, yeah, so anyway, Yen comes up. They figure out that... Uh, hey, if you keep hating her, then she's going to be stuck in that prison dream and the witch is going to have more power. And so they start all talking to Siri, right? Right, because Siri's in the dream and, and uh, Geralt's been like calling to her and like violating the dream a little bit. And after she's seen her grandmother and... Mausak. Mausak, she sees her parents. Yeah. Uh, who sudden and there's that's not again great storytelling because we need to remember what her parents look like the second they walked the end in of the episode the second they walked in i said i know exactly how they're ending this season yeah. how they're ending this episode and uh is is the guy who's with her mom the porcupine man yeah same actor from season is one. it it is it looks nothing like it him. does same actor same actor um are you going to check that out you're gonna get confirmation. Same, yeah, IMDb is opening up. Same actor. So 
Yeah, so Dooney and Pavetta walk in, and you know, and they beg her to stay. And yeah. it isn't like we. I don't think there's some line through here. It's just a matter of like we're using a tool for our drama internally that also serves the overarching drama. Like that's good. It good is. It's it's great. And um, you know, they're talking to they're talking to Siri, and they all realize that you know to get Siri out, this witch needs a new host. Right, because right. she is a parasite, essentially. Right? right, she needs to feed on somebody or like be a, contained in a body, and so Yen does a self-sacrificing move. She smashes the potion. Yeah, becomes the host and slits right? her slits wrists. Her wrists, which is what we saw in the Hair's vision. Just shorter. Okay. We saw that in the vision, right? In her, in the witch's hut, there was blood pouring down her hands. So that was a a, a callback to that, I guess, or a um, plant payoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You remember that? Yeah, the the, the blood hut. coming in the hut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so there was some foreshadowing in in that episode for what what came about, but um, she becomes the host, and Siri transports all of them, right, the three of them to uh, this barren wasteland. Right. So she opens up the portal. They go to this barren wasteland. It's red. Looks like Mars a little bit or something. Like it's crazy. It could be Mars. And we see. It could be Mars. It could be Mars. Great. And we it really see. Could be Mars. What do we see, Steph? Oh, the wild hunt. Yeah, we see the wild hunt. The wild hunt, whose main person came out of nowhere, but was the witch? N so the, no. The witch flew at, yeah. at the wild hunt in her uh, spark form and entered them, do you think? Was that what happened? So I have to say that I... Th so the... The Wild Hunt is um, is an elven race of of elves, obviously, um, and I have to say that I think then that this witch is also elven because she was there before the conjunction of the spheres when monsters and men came to the continent. If I'm correct, I but they think said men came with the conjunction came as well. Through right, she said that this. The witch came through the, at, and she just wants to go home, right? Which is where she went, and that's where the wild hunt was. Yeah, so maybe she wasn't. It's a little. I need to rewatch the episode and, to really get. And all I of think it. that it also may be something that we're going to deal with later. The wild hunt. We're not done with it. I don't yeah, think the wild all, hunt. Right? We were definitely not done with it. They so, come up time and time again, especially so, later on in the series. So that's going to be it, like that'll play out as the, for sure. As, as but they've seeded forward. the wild hunt enough to when we're at the end of this show. It's gonna, you're gonna watch through and be like, mm -hmm. I understand the threat right. that I saw in at the end of season two. Right. Um, I understand what they want, um, or I misunderstand what they want. Even you know, there's. But I know that there's power. In but the I know that there's a there is this thing that they they want Siri for a reason. Mm -hmm. Right. It's already been said multiple times. Um, so there's a lot of people hunting Siri, but uh, yeah. So we see the wild hunt, which is very exciting, and their costume design looks great. And, and they're very, coming in quickly. Yeah, and reminiscent of the game as well. Mm -hmm. um, looks great. Uh, yeah, but they transport them out of there. And um, did I hear correctly that when Geralt and Yennefer have the conversation at the end, Geralt says that he doesn't forgive her? Did I hear that right? He did say he doesn't forgive her. Okay, just right. wanted to make sure. I heard but that. they've got to work together, sort of. Yeah. He knows she's what's best for her. For Siri. Training. Yeah. Well. Yeah. So Geralt sends, essentially is sending Siri to train with Yennefer. Right. They pop back into 
the hall and that's the conversation that takes place and then they all go out and sit on the broken wall yeah and have a tender moment yeah nice little moment there on that wall looking down at the basilisk carcass below or the mutated basilisk i'm not really sure what that thing is um i don't have anything else to add in care more in uh do you want to pop over to sintra dream state sintra real quick let's do a little bit of that there's just a tiny bit of stuff in there um well and and there's actual Sintra stuff, I think, a little bit. We have some actual. Let's Sintra go to real Sintra real quick. Nope. Let's finish. No, let's Dream finish Sintra in first and get it Dream done. sequence first. Um, Steph is hungry. Mousak and Bloodline. We already talked about the Bloodline and the whole asking about Mousak and the Bloodline and the name. Um, so, yes. Yeah, so, actually, let's go to real Sintra because I think that was the. Oh, you know what? The only other thing I wanted to say in, in Dream Sequence Sintra is when everybody gets dusted. Um, yeah, Thanos snapped away. The only oh, the only people who we see get dusted are those who are dead. Right. We don't see Dooney. We don't see her dad get dusted. No, he, does not dust. he does not dust away. No, he does not. And I thought that was weird. Yeah, because I was looking for it. I was looking for it because I knew where they were going to go once his, once his face popped up mm-hmm. in the show and he didn't get dusted. I said, ah. They've told us already that he's alive right? without ever showing us it's that good. he was actually alive. It was great. All that stuff has been good this season. Yep. Um, okay, so let's go to real Sintra now. Um, there's a whole conversation with Francesca and Philavandrel and Dara. Uh, Dara's essentially coming clean, right, to them. Like, hey, I was the spy for Adania, but I never expected this to happen. Right, this, the, this was not the outcome yeah. that I expected. And yeah. Because he names Rodania, that's why they go mm-hmm. to Rodania, right. and they yeah. do this crazy spell, baby death, which is very well crafted. She's essentially put a spell on every door in town, right, to kill the babies. Well, in their chest, right? Doesn't it burn in their? Chest? Yeah, it burns into their chest, right? She puts it on the door, and somehow it it moves into the. It, it reminded me of uh, one of the plagues of Egypt. Right. It certainly had that vibe. Right. Yeah. That would be a problem. Is that what you thought? Yeah, good. Okay. Just, yeah. Well, and that's, there's a, I mean, prejudice against Jews, prejudice, like there's all sorts of things. Right, being, right. Egyptian slaving. Yeah, here. right. Um, there's a, I mean, as, as a kid growing up and hearing that story, but then watching the Prince of Egypt movie, that, that scene is so memorable for me because it's, especially me as the firstborn uh, in the family. Um, like that would have been me in that time who would have been killed <laughs> Steph you would have been fine but yeah that it, it was it, that's what that's what it reminded me of so glad you guys thought the same thing um so yeah they go to Redania and she kills all the babies at she once kills all the babies yeah she silences them all at once it's pretty it's it's pretty bad it's not even just they're silenced the whole nothing there's no sound at all well cuz well, you're episode. just hearing the crying from the, the well, no 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 you hear the crying the crying stops all sound stops yeah and it's like there's like a hum like you can't hear anything well and then parents start and then yelling. the parents start so yeah. it gives you that like break of silence You're yeah like, oh shoot yeah it's it's pretty it's pretty terrifying so the scoyatal are here and they are not messing around um they are not messing around but at the same time kahir and frangela have a conversation about who is responsible for the death right 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 and uh frangela's like it wasn't me and kahir's like 
It wasn't me, but I'm going to say it was you because <laughs> we need to put you back in right standing with Amir and make and let's let's claim this as our doing and we'll have some favor, right, with with Amir with the White Flame. Um and that's all that happens in Centric except for the very last scene. And that's what we need to talk about. So, the entrance to uh the throne room, you have everybody lined up. You got Kahir, you have uh Frangilla. They're they're announcing the white flame of Nilfgaard, who's front and center. We only see the back of his head. Uh and uh they're talking on the way up to the to the throne, right? That uh Kahir is, and, and Frangilla are essentially taking credit for right. you know what we just talked about for right. killing Francesca's mm -hmm. baby. Um and they say desperate times called for desperate measures. And uh, the hand flies and silences them. And he says, well, he says like he was desperate, right? Like he had to do this, like they made him desperate. Well, he said, uh, was this, something like the, that? I, I know that you are liars and I can't trust you. Yeah. Because I'm the one that had the baby killed. Right. I'm the one who murdered the baby, right? I'm and the one who, who, who made the hit, right? So take them away. And it's yeah. like, oops, uh-oh. Yeah, and then we get the work. reveal. He turns around, and who do we see? Steph? Dad. Dad. Who's dad? I don't know what his name is. Series dad. Series dad. Porcupine man. Porcupine yeah. man. Who is the same actor in the first season? He just has shorter hair. Yeah. Dooney. Right. Amir. Yeah. So big reveal. I don't think in the books we're told that that early. We learn very, very early. It, for a very long time in the books, I'm so, I, I sit there thinking about like, maybe does Nilfgaard want Siri to marry her and like have this have an end to the Northern Realms, right? Like for, for like a, a political tool. Why do they want her? You know, and it's not revealed until later on in the book, if I remember correctly, that it's actually her father. Um, so yeah, it's they revealed that early. There's another reveal that I thought they were going to give away that I'm so glad they didn't. I talked to you about this earlier, John, that I thought they were going to give that one away too. Um, back in like season or uh, episode six, I thought in the eighth episode they were going to give this away. And I'm so glad they didn't because it would ruin so much of the show. Uh, so that is under wraps with Reigns and we saw Lydia's face is all... Right, messed so, up, deformed. Right, so we get to see Lydia, and we get to see Reince, and we know that something's happening there, and there is another person mm -hmm. who we don't know who it is. Yeah, completely blurred. You can't even make out player. the back of their head, right? Like at least with Dooney, when you're walking up to the front of the throne, you're like, this kind of looks like this dude's big hair, and uh, yeah. But with with this, you have no idea who it is. Uh, so that's great, but um, yeah, I think that they landed the plane here pretty well for this the end of this season. Yeah, I, I want to make one more reference point. I was going to say it earlier, oh, yeah, but go we kept it. going. So there's a Star Trek episode called The Day of the Dove. Not that I'm going to like continually <laughs> reference things. Where no, there's, a, there's an entity that enters the Enterprise and feeds off of hate. Hmm. And it pits the Klingons on the ship against the uh, Federation guys. And they can't die. They keep stabbing each other, but they can't die. And they wow. hate each other so much. And it keeps getting power. And it gets red and redder. And it grows and it gets redder. And eventually Kirk determines that it is that it, it feeds on hate. Like eventually they work it out because that's what happens. And right. there is, I mean, Star Trek in the 60s was con was talking, the, the reason the episode exists is because 
make peace not war right it's, yeah, it's yeah, definitively yeah. like 60s solid morality i'm real comfortable with yeah high, had a high influence on me but the way they beat it is by talking happy to it <laughs> and so when when they said you know don't let your hate control you have to be positive i'm thinking they're going to do this like star trek moment and if i advise anyone if you want to watch a star trek episode that's hilariously fun to watch watching day of the dove is incredible and the last scene when the klingons and uh, the Federation like are joking together and making fun of and belittling the creature of hate. It is well worth it, and it <laughs> echoed very nicely in today's episode. That's great. Uh, episode five. I just wanted to point That's that. That's a out. good addition. But I thought they landed the plane completely. I think you're absolutely right. I think this, and we should do a full season conversation. But I think this episode is the the way it needed to end. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I the thing that happened to me as I was watching. I kept saying to myself, I'm really angry. I'm going to have to wait a year and a half. Like, I, I, felt, I know. I, I, I said, I wish they would release these one at a time over a, a longer period of time because I feel rushed podcasting. And yeah. And, and I now I'm going to have to wait. I have this huge, huge wait. I know it's, it's massive. Well, I mean, I'm expecting this to be 2023. When is this 2021? I'm expecting 2023 again. Somehow Game of Thrones was able to churn out in a season a year. I don't know how they did it. Well, then they stopped. And then they stopped. Right. I don't know. It's, well, it's because that they caught up to the books. I mean, COVID did part of it, right? Sure. Uh, and no, wait. No, COVID was done. COVID no, hadn't I mean even for, started. I mean, for, oh, for this. this. COVID did yes. part of and, this. And Henry Cavill got hurt halfway through this season, didn't he? Yeah, but I think they were always aiming for a December release. So I'm wondering if that we, maybe... Maybe next year we'll have. We may have hmm. an end of 2022. If I were Netflix, I would... You'd want 2022. Because I have a lot of seasons to go, hmm. and I need these people to remain committed. And some of these people are going to become stars. Mm -hmm. No doubt. This, this, the middle tier of people. No doubt. And yeah. we, we can't afford to lose people. Freya Allen's going to be plucked up by a ton of people, right? Series actors, right? right? She's going to be, she's going to, everybody's going to be asking her to do stuff. I thought she was great in this season. Mm -hmm. um, now she has eyebrows. Now she has eyebrows, yeah. I, think, yeah. I don't know what they were doing. Yeah, she's, she, yeah, that, that's why she looks so different, John. We, were, we figured it out. She, she has, she has eyebrows. She didn't have eyebrows in the first season. Or they were blonde. And now they're brown. That's what changed. That's what changed. That's what changed. Yep. Mm -hmm. Literally thought it was a it's different It's just her eyebrows. Her eyebrows were different. Yeah, yeah. Yep, so Whoa. like there's a ton of people. I, I would imagine Anya Shalotra, who's uh, Yennefer, is mm -hmm. going to be asked to do stuff. I mean, Certainly film, right? Like I think mm -hmm. some of these people are going to move to film. There aren't, they aren't in competition necessarily for like regular TV roles. No, it's just going to be movies. And, so, and you know Henry Cavill's doing loads of things. Like, but it's the middle ground that's dangerous. It's, yeah. it's Vesemir and it's... Yasker, it's, it's the Francescas, it's people, right? It's, it's people who mm -hmm. are doing well who could get that bump in salary and that bump in job by, yeah. by in a in film or another series somewhere along the way, right? Because if I were if I were working for Prime or HBO and I was casting a series, this is a great way to draw audience yeah. across to another series, totally. Uh, but not to get to get lost in that, I think this was a really great final episode. Yeah. How do you feel as a book reader this season? No, let's, how do you feel about a book as a book reader net right now? We'll talk about it in detail, but how do you feel as a book reader? Yeah, so I think when we do our overview episode maybe in, in a week 
or two when I'm I'm gonna finish reading rereading Blood of Elves. So I think maybe before we do a full and conversation. I'll rewatch episode six. That's great. <laughs> right now, as a book reader and somebody who's extensively played the game, I I I'm actually fairly happy with where we are. Um, especially knowing, like, like I said before, I think there were some red herrings, the monolith being one of those things that just doesn't matter in the grand scheme of the entire, um, the entire show. I think, I don't think that's really going to be a thread through And so like the things that matter have landed, the things that don't matter, I think only added or aided to the story or just didn't take away. Right. Like, I think if if they added too much stuff that took away from the show and took away from the character development, took away from all of these things that needed to happen, then I, I would have been disappointed. But I think, I think the character portrayals of who these people are was fantastic. I think that uh, the development, the character development and the relationship development was right where it needs to be. I don't actually think we've ended this season where blood of elves has ended. I think we've ended early. I agree. I think we're not, we're halfway through that book. I think we're, yeah, I think we're about halfway, maybe like 65% through. Um, I'll let you, we, I, we'll, we'll rediscuss that when I'm finished reading mm -hmm. the book. I'll let you know right where we are. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I mean, I'm excited for where they're going with this. I'm, I'm, it, I mean, even just watching half of this season, I'm like, man, I need to re, I need to start rereading this book because I'm, I forgot how much I really liked Witcher. And then I'm like, I need to, play the game again because i re i forgot how much i really like that game and so now i'm like this this whole just whatever sapkowski created with the witcher universe is i don't know it's so enticing it's a lot of fun and it's it's it feels so original and fresh compared to a lot of other fantasy shows and fantasy novels out there and the game because of the they lean into the fantasy. They've been able to do so much interesting work with the visuals, mm -hmm. whether it's VFX or it's yeah. just great shooting and great blocking and staging and all of these fascinating fights. Yeah, There's been, this is a season. So the first season you can rewatch, but in a rewatch, there are the ups and downs become clear. This, I feel like there's tons of stuff to watch here again. Oh, I, I will rewatch this, this season probably. Mm -hmm you know, in a month from now, I'll probably give it a rewatch after Boba Fett is, is out. Right. And I'm excited for that guys. But, uh, it's hard as a, as a, as a book fan and as a, as a fan of the game, you know, I have to say there's some pros and cons, excuse me. Like it's great that I, I love transmedia. That's good when it's, you know, when it's good on in all areas. Um, but it also makes it difficult because as a book fan and a game fan, when the show comes out, you're like, oh, this this almost needs to be stronger than, you know it needs to be stronger than the game because the game was great, but because this feels like when, when a film or a TV show comes out, it's such like a cornerstone piece mm -hmm. of fandom that you know so many people are going to consume that if it's bad, you have this fear of it's going to get canceled in the first two or three seasons. Like if it just doesn't live up to what it says it's going to be, it's going to be canceled. And then your entire hopes after, as you're reading these books and you finish these books, man, this would be great as a TV show. It gets canceled after three seasons and you're just so bummed because this TV show was what you wanted right. after you were done. Because once you're done reading the books, there's nowhere, there's nowhere else to go. Right. And so you want to find it come in a different I, format. I want it to come in yep. a different format. And so I'm so glad that they did what they did in season two, uh, because I honestly, at the end of season one, I could see it going either way. I really could see it getting to season 
season end of season two and Netflix being like, yeah, we're not going to put more money into that. But I think the way they did season two, they're going to continue on for another at least two seasons, probably reassess. But I feel like after, after a certain point, when you're committed, you're just committed. Right. It, it, well, it's Netflix. But let's let's save that for it, next week's conversation <laughs> or our next conversation. That's fair enough. That's good. So uh, we want to thank everyone for listening along with us. Yeah. This was a great ride this time around. Steph, you want to add anything here at the end? No. She's not interested in anybody listening. You all can listen. Because, watch it. because you're hungry. hungry. Steph's hungry. She's getting hangry. No, so, I'm not. I'm controlling myself. You are controlling yourself. I'm controlling myself. I'm just removing myself from the situation. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And on that note, we're going to remove ourselves from the situation too. Thanks so much uh, for listening and watch for our wrap-up episode. Uh, on our Instagram, we're going to be posting some questions we're going to be asking each other about The Witcher, sort of uh, an award ceremony for season two in this last episode. So if you follow our social media, uh, and what's our Instagram address, Josiah? Racking Focus Podcast. So at Racking Focus Podcast, they can it's just go easy. find it there, take a look at our graphics and how exciting our regular posts are but along with that go follow story and you'll know the kind of questions we're going to be asking each other or all three of us about what we thought about season two and lastly if you have anything you want to add anything you want to let us know about the witch or whatever you thought you can actually send us a voice message by heading to anchor.fm slash racking focus podcast you can click leave us a message and just let us know what you thought if you have questions if you have comments we'd love to be able to discuss those comments maybe feature you on uh, our wrap-up episode so head there and uh, let us know what you thought bye thanks for listening to witcher watch from the racking focus podcast you can catch the next episode recap at rackingfocuspodcast.com or wherever you stream your podcasts Toss a coin to your witcher, oh valley of plenty, oh valley of plenty, oh. Toss a coin to your witcher, oh valley of plenty. Thanks for listening to the Racking Focus Podcast.